produced by Imagine, your resource for early childhood music therapy. Imagine is produced by Della Vista Publisher and can be found on the web at www.imagine.musictherapy.biz. This podcast is entitled Percussion and Drumming, Building Family and Community and presented by Bill Madney. Bill is a music therapist with 11 years of experience in special education, including early childhood education. He's also a percussionist interested in the use of percussion instruments in music therapy. Bill has authored the book Tadaku, The Use of Percussion in Music Therapy, and co-authored several journal articles on similar topics. Bill is currently working on his doctor degree at the University of Kansas. This engaging podcast addresses music-making experiences and simple percussion techniques that can promote child development and bonding in the home environment. I was recently approached by a family-owned local toy store to provide group drumming experiences for children. As these sessions have developed, the age range of children attending have included infants, older elementary school students, and children every age in between. One reason this particular toy store is offering group drumming, as well as other music making, art, story time, and dance on different days, is to provide creative experiences that promote child development, family bonding, and community awareness through social activity. In this podcast, I will provide rationales for why percussion instruments are useful for these three general outcomes, and provide thoughts as to how families can also provide creative drumming experiences at home. Children enjoy creating. They seek out ways to uniquely express themselves. They often establish their own challenges and work to overcome those challenges. Theorists such as Vygotsky, Piaget, and Csikszentmihalyi have provided different ways to consider the developmental process, but each of these theorists lean to this general progression, interaction, creation of challenge, overcoming challenge, and renewed interaction. Children often express themselves through movement and sound. When a child is given a tool with which they can express themselves through movement and sound, and with which to create their own challenges, there exists opportunity to grow. Percussion instruments can act as this type of tool. For example, a headed tambourine is a wonderful instrument because it provides immediate feedback when it is struck. It is immediately accessible. At the same time, the tambourine is a traditional instrument that can take a lifetime to master, with many varieties of musical techniques and repertoire from many cultures. If you would like to see examples of traditional tambourine play, you can search for Rick, R-I-Q, Pandero, P-A-N-D-E-I-R-O, Tamborello, and even gospel-style tambourine on YouTube. So there is a progressive accessibility to the tambourine. This progressive accessibility exists in almost every percussion instrument, including hand drums, triangles, kibasas, and shakers. Because there are so many different types of percussion instruments, there can exist a variety of challenges. When we think about music making to promote development, we want to provide instruments that are developmentally appropriate. For example, a triangle striker or a set of finger cymbals each require a particular level of fine motor development to be successfully held. While their use can also promote fine motor development, we would not want to prematurely focus on this task. A younger child who is still developing fine motor skills will likely find more enjoyment and more appropriate challenge in the gross motor striking of a drum or in the use of an egg shaker that only engages palmer grasp. 
Now I will provide some information about common instruments and describe some of the qualities of instruments that are important for children. In some cases, you will get to hear the sounds of these instruments. I will also provide some suggestions based on my own personal experience with instruments and with children. Note that I am not sponsored by any percussion company, so I'm just providing my own thoughts here. Let's begin by talking about drums. And let's begin with the larger hand drum. Children often love to strike large hand drums because they provide such enormous sonic feedback. They may also be some of the more expensive instruments on this list. For children up to two years old, the Remo Floor Tom is a good height and a great price and is also durable and cleanable. For children three and up, the Toka Lightweight series, the 9-inch djembe, is a good investment that could potentially last beyond their childhood years if they wish to continue drumming. And if they don't, it isn't too heavy on the checkbook. Next is the frame drum, and I'm going to play it a little bit, just suspended on my lap as if it were a large hand drum. The frame drum has a relatively open age range. It can be laid on the ground, and it can be played together, parent and child. It can also be played with hands or mallets. Next we have the paddle drum, and in this case I have a lollipop paddle drum. It looks like a lollipop, and I'm going to play it with a mallet, both open and closed sounds. Next up we have the paddle drum, and I'm going to play for a moment a lollipop paddle drum. It looks like a lollipop. And I also have a mallet, and I'm going to play open sounds and then closed sounds where I leave the mallet on the drum. Paddle drums are usually held with one hand using a handle and then played with a mallet in the other hand. So to use this instrument, grasping skills are important. Also, the weight of the paddle drum might be heavy for younger children. So I would recommend this three years old minimum and in that case, if they're only three, I would start with either the smallest paddle drum or a lollipop drum. Next up, we have the headed tambourine. Here's what it sounds like. The tambourine has a relatively open age range. It can be laid on the ground and played together like a drum. When grasping skills are developed, holding, shaking, and tapping will be possible as well. So there are some of the drums that are available. Let's move on to scrapers now. The first scraper we will talk about is called the cabasa. The cabasa is originally a gourd instrument from Central and South America. We have a really unique version that we've created in America out of corrugated metal and beads, and it's very durable and has a unique sound. The instrument can either be tapped, shaken, or scraped. Obviously, smaller sizes of this instrument are going to be best for children, given that it comes in many different sizes. I have a recommendation against the small Latin percussion brand, Cabasa, only because there's a small piece that commonly falls off of this instrument after extended use, and of course that could be hazardous for small children if swallowed. Nino Percussion brand, uh, basic beat, offers a mini cabasa as well as a small cabasa, and their construction in my experience has been quite durable. The next instrument that we'll talk about is called a wiro. The wiro is originally also from South America. The instrument requires the ability to grasp the instrument in one hand 
and a small scraper in the other hand, so some fine motor skills are needed to play it. Here's what it sounds like. Several companies, such as Honer, are making great small plastic versions of Wiros that are highly durable and easily cleanable. Nino offers a plastic mini Wiro as well. The next scraper we'll discuss is called a frog rasp, and this is a great instrument for many reasons. First of all, it's easier to play than a Wiro, even though it uses similar mechanics. It's larger, the, the scraper is larger in its girth, and it looks like a frog. And it sounds a little bit like a frog, so kids love it. So, here's what it sounds like. The scraping sound is low pitch, so it also sounds like, well, a frog. It requires fine motor grasping to play, but not as much as the Wiro. These are often made in Thailand and Vietnam. They're made of wood, and you can find them online. Now that we've talked about scrapers, let's move on to shakers. The first shaker that we'll talk about is the famous maraca, which is obviously from Latin American countries. We can think of the mariachi bands of Mexico or Cuban music, son music, and the use of maracas there. There are many brands available of maracas. Some of my personal favorites for working with children are the basic beat maracas due to their solid wood construction, their smaller size, and a mellow but nice articulate sound and reasonable cost. And honestly, these are the types of maracas that I would use in many cases because they sound so nice and they're very durable and cleanable. Another shaker that we often see called the egg shaker. It's shaped like an egg, about the size of a regular egg, and uh, sounds like this. Generally speaking, this is a very accessible and versatile instrument for all ages. It uses a palmer or a spherical grasp to play, or it can use more fine motor considerations if the, the uh, child is ready. However, it is also important to mention that the smaller size might, in some instances, be a risk for young children who put things in their mouths. However, that being said, there is something called a chiquita shaker or an egg maraca where a handle has been attached to that egg shaker. So they are small enough for young children to play, but large enough to greatly reduce those choking risks, and can be played with various levels of fine motor grasp. There are also fruit and vegetable shakers, yes, shakers that look like different types of fruit and different types of vegetables. They come in a variety of types. These shakers are large and colorful, and they are made by both the Remo Company and Nino Percussion. Another type of shaker is called the wrist bell. It sounds like this. So we have basically jingle bells on a wrist. There are different levels of quality and construction for these wrist bells. I recommend the type with Velcro that opens and closes, not only because it makes it easier to use, but the overall construction tends to be stronger. The bells also tend to sound better. It's also important to know that regardless of the type you get, the jingles have the possibility of falling off of the band, and that, of course, a jingle is small enough to be a choking hazard, so choose carefully. Another type of shaker is called the jingle stick, and there are different types of jingle sticks, some with jingle bells on them, and some with the jingles that you find on a tambourine. Here's one of those now. 
I personally find the Zill type, meaning those with the jingles on it, to be more solidly constructed and safer than the ones with uh, jingle bells. Jingle sticks require some fine motor grasp ability. Now that we've spoken about different types of shakers, let's talk about some strikers. Rhythm sticks and loomy sticks are both pairs of sticks that are struck together. Rhythm sticks are longer and thinner and usually have one stick within the pair that has grooves on it so that you can scrape the two together and make sound. Younger children between two and four years old will likely have more success with loomy sticks because loomy sticks tend to be shorter and thicker. The next instrument we'll talk about is called the clatterpillar. Clatterpillars, also sometimes called kokiriko in the United States, are based on a Japanese instrument. The instrument employs small slats of wood or plastic that strike each other when manipulated, and they sound like this. In order to play this instrument, it requires two grasping hands and alternating movement. For younger children, I recommend the plastic version created by Honer. Older children may enjoy the wood version by Latin percussion or minel. Now that we've spoken about different types of strikers, we're going to move to metal instruments. Triangles are one of the more difficult instruments for young children to play because both hands are using a three-jaw chuck or a pincher grasp, and the triangle is suspended and it moves around. Generally speaking, I would recommend this for five-year-olds and older. Finger cymbals are also better for children at least four years old because they require fine motor manipulation. There are many brands of finger cymbals. Some cater to children, but their construction, usually made of thin composite metals, create a less than ideal sound quality. I recommend spending a little extra money in getting finger cymbals that provide a nice, clean, and long sound. Children really enjoy that. Our last instrumental category is the unique category. Beginning this category is the rain stick. Rain sticks provide both visual enjoyment and the unique sound of rain. Small metal balls strike obstacles inside an encapsulated cylinder. Here's what it sounds like. Many companies make durable plastic rain sticks, including Honer and Latin Percussion. Another unique instrument is called the Ocean Drum. Ocean drums are another instrument with a soothing sound and a great visual effect. Many companies such as Remo, Toka, and Minel make ocean drums of varying sizes. Sizes range from plate size, diameter, and grasp up to 22 inches with a depth to it. For young children, I would recommend up to the 12 inch size. So now that we've talked about some of the basic instruments that are commonly used for children, let's talk about how we might approach making music in our home. A parent can also promote shared music making by relating to a child's musicality through some simple musical techniques. The focus is on the process of creating something together. There are some basic ways to think about creating a shared musical environment together. The following list provides some basic percussion actions that can create unique sounds on almost any percussion instrument and can promote creativity. Strike or hit. Tap touch, press, brush or rub, scrape, shake, rattle, or caress. As a parting note, 
Music can uniquely promote development and social interaction in children of all ages. I encourage all of you to consider making joyful noise in your home. Thanks for listening to the Imagine Podcast produced in 2014. Thank you.